Marvel Cinematic Rewind, a podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before and I don't know. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore rewind. And we would all lo- also love it. If you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app, if you have any questions for us about the show and you want us to read them on air, go ahead and send them to us on Twitter at MCU Rewind, or you can include them in our uh, or in uh, in the review that you leave for us. No guarantee we'll read them though. And with that, today's episode is the continuation of our rewind for season one of Marvel's Netflix's. Netflix's Marvel's The Punisher, Episode 10, Virtue of the Vicious, which originally dropped November 17th of 2017. That was a smooth intro, buddy. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I had to make sure I got the order correctly. Mar- Netflix's Marvel's The Punisher. Um, as usual, here's a rundown of the episode. Um, and just a note, this was told from multiple points of view, and I tried to put them in chronological order, but may have failed. Lewis targets Senator Ori for an anti-gun uh, proponent who is planning a fundraiser for the victims of the bombings. He, uh, Ori has hired Anvil as security. Lewis kills one of Billy's men uh, and steals his uniform. Madani informs her superior, Rafi, about everything she knows, and he tells her that the team from the warehouse were all ex-Anvil employees. Madani confronts Billy uh, at the hotel where the fundraiser is being held. Karen arrives at the hotel to interview Sander, the senator before the fundraiser, during which Lewis blasts his way into the room and attempts to shoot the senator. Frank arrives to protect them, but Lewis reveals that he's wearing a bomb and takes Karen hostage. Lewis and Karen use an elevator, while Frank is chased down the stairs by Anvil soldiers until he is confronted by Madani and Billy. Billy shoots Frank in the head, but not fatally, and then refuses to let Madani arrest him. She realizes uh, that he, uh, he, that Billy had killed her partner. Before the standoff escalates, police arrive and arrest both Billy and Madonna. Frank escapes and finds Lewis. Frank helps Karen get free, and Lewis blows himself up in the freezer. Then Frank escapes while Madonna investigates and interrogates the survivors, including Billy, the senator, Karen, and Madonna, all of whom are released from police custody. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, at least at least they they got out. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Not bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, y- you ready for some fast facts? Yes, I am. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Your work is too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Uh, should I even ask? Nope. Okay. Wait, wait. Uh, what? What? What should you ask? Uh, I was going to ask if you want some pizza, oh. but to get pizza, you'd have to give me a fast fact. Oh, then, then no. Don't even ask. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, the title, uh, "Virtue of the Vicious," comes from an Oscar Wilde quote. It says, "Patriotism is the virtue of the vicious," meaning that people will use patriotism as an excuse to do terrible things, like Lewis does, or. Uh, many, many other people do around the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not this episode specifically, but Agent Orange also. That is, seems to be his uh, his whole thing. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, at the time, while I was talking about uh, the terrible things the British empires did to countries they conquered and colonized, 
but it still holds true today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the style of this episode is based on a uh, Rashomon. Have you ever seen or heard of Rashomon? Now? Uh, no, I have not. It's a 1950 uh, Akira Kurosawa film about the murder of a samurai being retold from different perspectives. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Um, you would probably remember it from the episodes of The Simpsons where they uh, show the, the day from different perspectives throughout the whole thing. I, you know, I, for I some reason, I, I yes, but for some reason I always thought that that was making fun of something else. Oh, no, that's like specifically Rashomon. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. All I remember about that episode was, doesn't Bart go to a fireworks factory at one point? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or was that I'm a different to... episode? <laughs> I, I mean, he does end up in a fireworks factory. I don't, I don't remember that episode too much. Because the problem is, I think there were two, and I think I might be mixing the two up. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. in like what 800 episodes they've been to the fireworks factory twice that's ridiculous <laughs> no the the different perspective because there's oh. okay I, I think i know what i'm which one i makes because there was another episode where they like they tell the stories of the people who live there but they and they like kind of cross paths but they don't like oh yeah it's not like here's bart's day and then here's marge because there was just the one episode yeah. for that as far as that, I know. Okay, that's yeah. the one i was thinking of but yeah, uh, we also get the return of Detective Mahoney, who we've seen in Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Um, back when he was a beat cop in Daredevil, and he was taking bribes from Foggy, or his he was Foggy was bribing his mother with cigars, so Mahoney would help him out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Now he gets to take uh, the bigger bribes. Oh yeah, I'm like he's the well, no, I wouldn't say he's the only non-crooked cop. We don't know, but well, we know Misty's not crooked. There are two not. Yeah, I was about cops. to bring her up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, uh, a little bit about Senator Ori, who appeared in last week's episode, but he has a much bigger role here. Um, he was in the comics, Punisher War Journal number twenty six, back in January nineteen ninety one, and he died in Punisher War Journal number twenty seven in February of nineteen ninety one. Um, he was a senator who was connected to the Italian mafia. Um, his nephew was working for the mob and, uh, Punisher killed him. So he tries to use all his political and crime influence to take down Frank. And the fact that he dies the next issue probably didn't go well. (laughs) You don't target someone like the Punisher. (laughs) You you hide. (laughs) Yeah. If you kill the family member, you just say, thank goodness it wasn't me and go on with your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could only get worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ray, move on to our heroes. Yes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. A for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Uh, Frank actually has the smallest section, even though he shows up in little pieces everywhere. Yeah, yeah I guess this will be a little hard to, to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, where do you want to start with him? 
I mean, my first note for him is when he arrives to stop Lewis and uh, save Karen, and I guess the senator, but mostly Karen. Uh-huh. Uh, he gets shot in the back. Actually, he gets shot in the back between this week and next week a couple times. And I figure mm-hmm. he's he's wearing a bulletproof coat instead of just a bulletproof vest, and that's why he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... So he... He probably has, like, what... Uh, so a bulletproof vest, like by itself, can stop small arms fire like a pistol. But mm-hmm. to stop something like like a rifle, uh, you need to put a ceramic plate into it. So he's probably wearing, I don't know, two plates. <laughs> yeah, one in the front, one in the back. I, I meant two on each side. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh, that too, four plates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure his back is just nothing but a bruise, like all all over, like ninety eight percent of the back. Oh, yeah. Well, I think Frank is a just a giant bruise. Wherever he's not bleeding is just internal bleeding. <laughs> yep, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what keeps him awake, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for the pain, he'd be dead by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is ironic. Yep. Um, so he... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just moving on, so. Oh, yeah, pretty much the same here. Um, in this episode, he gets he gets hit with, with a lot of stuff, right? So, like, so we, we see this um, after uh, after Lewis takes uh, Karen uh, down that elevator. Uh, there's also the other Anvil people who are, mm-hmm. who are up there. Uh, and then they start shooting at him. And I didn't figure out why. Do you know why? Because he's the Punisher. <laughs> That's all okay. you need. They think he's a domestic terrorist. <laughs> I, 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 guess I get that. I, I, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he no does use there. terror. <laughs> and guns. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, they, they do... The, the news did say... The newspaper or whatever that we saw did say that he and Lewis were working together. Mm-hmm. So I guess they were just trying to hero yeah. themselves up okay all right and they, just, probably, they never say know, anything yeah yeah i bet also billy has like you see frank castle kill on sight because he wants frank dead yeah that's probably something he would do in private right because yeah. uh yeah he would say out loud to everyone like yeah let's you know he, he's my friend we got to find him like over here off to the side yeah if you see him just just he's shoot like, him just yeah. shoot to kill it's yeah <laughs> You can't, you can't see you this because it's an audio medium, but I'm putting my finger across my neck. Uh, <laughs> much like Drax wouldn't want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, he he almost gets arrested, right? When Madani and uh, Billy have that standoff. And then he does an almost superhero-y thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saving somebody, but jumping off the banister holding onto a fire hose. Unfortunately, he's not Captain America and, like, rips his arm out of his socket and falls on the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh. yeah. He's he's <laughs> much stronger than I will ever be, but you can't, unless you got superpowers, you can't do that. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, just tallying up the, the damage that he takes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so... There's the scene, kind of beginning-ish of the episode. Uh, we see Lewis take Karen, 
And then like what, 10 minutes later, Frank catches up to, to Lewis and Karen in the, mm-hmm. the basement or wherever they're in that, in that kitchen. And in that time, he, he got a gunshot wound to the side of his head. He dislocated his arm. He has some number of bullet bruises mm-hmm. and he's having trouble walking. So I'm guessing something with its legs. I don't know what, or if that's just like from <laughs> everything from else. His, his landing on the floor after, <laughs> after jumping <laughs> off the um, railing with the uh, fire hose. So that was, that was a crazy 10 minutes for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of surprised. Like at some point, Karen didn't just say, what, what happened to you? You seemed okay. Ten minutes ago. I just saw you. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? He also gets punished. He doesn't just punish other people. He punishes his own body. Uh, yeah, that that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that is a character trait of his, right? That's one of those his, uh, he just keeps going kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. We're kind of skipping around because I think we'll the Frank stuff will show up in other people's things, but it's like, uh, yeah, he distracts Lewis long enough for Karen to uh, pull the wire. Uh, luckily, Lewis um, organized enough to use the same color wire every time he builds a bomb because it would be confusing and you might die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it's probably like. That's that's their default training, right? Like the yeah. when you, yeah. I mean, a, a wire is just a piece of metal. It's the the color is just so that way you know yeah. what the hell you're looking at, like what it's connected it, to. So exactly, that, that's what I was saying. It's like, yeah, good thing he's consistent. Otherwise, he could blow himself up easier than he does, mm-hmm. or or not when he wants it. Yeah, yeah. So he he did it. To only himself, at, mm-hmm. at least. So there was there was that. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, and walk-in freezers were basically bomb-proof. I I mean, it's it's good to know. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm sure buying a walk-in freezer is probably cheaper than buying like uh, a safe room in in your mansion. So I, I'm I'm surprised you don't just see those in more places. Yeah, the thing is. Um, you, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is As true. someone who's been in a walk-in freezer and also knows what the word freezer means, <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> That's true. But you've yeah. got food in there and... Frozen food. If you can turn off the cold, then you've... Rotting food. Yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> right. I guess it depends on how long you're in there. So, yeah. all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I I was wondering the same thing. Like, would that actually stop? I know it's it's metal, but there's no mm-hmm. way it's thick metal, right? It's like yeah. there's probably just a lot of styrofoam in the door, and that's why it's thick. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But well, I I mean, what's the material that keeps the cold in and the warm out? Um, right, like the same thing that my hydro flask is made of, which I assume is freezer doors. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, never mind then. Uh, I don't know. I haven't cut it open. It might be filled with foam. <laughs> I mean, well, those doors are thick. I just assume styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, Al, you could totally be right, and I could easily look it up. I'm, but I'm not going to. 
All right. I mean, hey, styrofoam is used for all kinds of things, like building bridges. Yeah, I knew that fact, but I try to ignore it every time I go for a bridge. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, At the end, we see Frank ziplining out of a hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, Using his one good arm. Using his one good arm. (laughs) That makes me think of two questions. Mm -hmm. First of all, um, how did Anvil security not realize that there was a zipline coming um, coming in or going out? They thought it was um, uh, they, they thought it was like a, a ride that the hotel has and you like you pay someone 10 bucks and you get the zipline. All right. Question two out of three to go with the zipline. No, I expect you to answer. <laughs> um, how ziplines work? is Frank was going down from the hotel to the next roof, which means there must be a secondary zipline that he ziplined in from. No, he started at the bottom. The, uh, so if you remember, there was a scene where he calls uh, Russo. Okay. And he was, yeah, he had like a, a generic uh, worker uniform on or, mm-hmm. or something. Uh, so he he was already in there. So he probably just took the like service entrance or whatever they call it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Third question, and possibly the most important. Okay. Did we miss seeing Frank Castle with a grappling hook? Ah. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> otherwise, I don't know how you set up a zipline like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're right. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. We missed out on the grappling hook. Yeah, that has to have been something like he shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, we missed out on that. Right. Yeah, I mean, without Batman tech, I don't know how ziplines are set up anyway. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> um, like, as a single person, how do you do that? I, yeah. I don't know. No. Um, I mean, the thing, the thing is, you don't. Yeah, exactly. Right? David wasn't there to help him. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he couldn't call Karen, because she wasn't going to help. Uh, Daredevil... Uh, everyone thinks is dead, so he wasn't going to call him. Yeah, Curtis people... is probably in the hospital right now after getting beat last week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's in no shape to help. Uh... Yep, he he obviously had a grappling hook. Uh, okay, we missed it. <laughs> Damn it! All right, all the well, money that they throw into this show, and we miss the grappling hook. When we get to the end, Al, if I remember, this is going to take like at least half a point off that we didn't see the grappling hook. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure to remind you in case. All right. Um, anything else for Frank? Uh, no, I mean, like you said, he shows up in some other stuff, and uh, honestly, not too much happened with him specifically. He was just yeah. kind of there for the ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to Madani. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? Um, you know, so she she had a, a a point where she was talking to her her uh Raffi mentor, her mentor? Guy? yeah Raffi mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um she finally explained to him why she's been doing like all those things that that the higher ups don't like right like mm-hmm. why she kept going on with the Kandahar investigation uh why she did not file a real tactical plan the other day. Because uh, he was he was angry uh, yeah. at her for that, um, so that's good. Uh, she finally like comes clean about things. Uh, she shows him the bug that was in her office. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least she she finally brought him in. That's good. Um, 
I mean, he was not happy. He was like, well, you could have told me. But then again, she is... I mean, she has no idea who to really trust, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This, in my notes, was called... uh, Madonna is not I told you so to Rafi. (laughs) He's alive. (laughs) Anvil people were... Or, like... Shady people were um, part of that team. Uh, My office is bugged. Ha, told you so. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) And all it took was, like... Sam and probably like six other people's lives. So it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she agrees with that, but uh, as a person watching a TV show, yeah, okay, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then she goes to see Billy in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. I was going to be, like, unprofessional, because this, this is his place of work, but then it's also, he's, like, walked into Homeland Security before. So, I guess it's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he's in the, in the middle of, like, an actual operation. Granted, they don't know Lewis is going to attack that day. They're just hoping nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, she so she questions him on the fifth guy who got away, the guy mm-hmm. who killed Stein. And so she's... Uh, you know, essentially saying, hey, was it you? Everyone here worked for Anvil. Um, then again, I mean, he was right, right? Like, it, it could, it really could have been anyone. Maybe they just all happened to meet while working together at Anvil. <clears throat> it could have definitely been not him. I mean, yeah, he's that's a named a, character. That was the point of why he hired those guys specifically. So he's got that possible deniability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, because they were definitely fired or like they were non-hireable right yeah i mean because they fired what they fired into a group of civilians something like that yeah, yeah. i forgot what it was but yeah they did that and it was caught on on film so. yeah or which on camera nothing on film anymore <laughs> I mean, that's true yeah i mean i'm sure plenty of people have fired into groups of civilians unfortunately and it's not caught on camera they just it's not a big deal no yep I mean, that's the whole point of this show, isn't it? It's like, all these terrible things always happen, but they caught one thing on camera. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's right. That's the whole plot. The mm-hmm. all the, the whole Kandahar thing. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, we meet up with uh, Frank, because the alarm goes off, and uh, we get the standoff on the stairwell. Um. Yeah, apparently, I think this is, like, one of the most intense ways to have a breakup, right? Because, obviously, <laughs> they're not still going out after this. <laughs> that's that's true. You're talking about Madani and Russo. Yes, um, yes, I am. All right. uh, it, it took me no, a second. No, I'm talking about just thinking... Billy and Frank. Oh, okay. Also that. Billy's having a rough 35 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he uh, he is not happy that Frank ghosted him. Um, mm-hmm. yep. and all that yeah. in, in uh, like two ways right because they thought he was dead so they thought he was literally a ghost and then he doesn't mm-hmm. return his calls yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean in this uh, the scene right here Madani you know finds Frank because she's been looking for him and she she is really just trying to get him back to um, you know to be a witness for her investigation mm-hmm. for the, the whole Kandahar stuff um but Frank doesn't want to do that. Not then, at least. Yeah. So. And then Billy wants him dead, so he can't talk to them. 
Yeah. Uh, I I feel like he he broke his uh he. Uh, I feel like Billy jumped the the gun there. <laughs> he, he he maybe didn't have to shoot Frank specifically, like. And you know what? If Frank like wasn't the main character, he would have killed him. <laughs> Billy should be a much better shot. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that is that is the plot armor right there. Gunshot <laughs> to the head, living through it. Sorry, walking away from it ten yeah. seconds later, like. He was confused for a little because then he, when he heard Billy's voice, it took him a few seconds to realize that that was Billy talking. But that mm-hmm. was it. That was like the only effect it really had on him. Yeah, I mean, he got a scratch on the side of his head, which I I hear gunshot wounds could do worse, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what the previous not... uh, nine hours of this uh, <laughs> <laughs> this TV show has taught me. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, let's see, I don't have too much else for Madani. Um, oh yeah. Um, the, there, there were, uh, there, there was that scene where, uh, she's, uh, measuring up, uh, and winning, uh, when she's talking to, uh, I already forgot the guy's name because I did Mahoney. not write it down. The other, yeah. Mahoney, Detective Mahoney. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you mean by measuring up? Uh, they both did their, um, Hey, I'm the officer in charge here kind uh. of thing. Like, even though he was questioning her, she was still swinging her weight around like yeah much like how yeah. karen did to her when she brought in karen in front of the interview <laughs> yeah that's right because <laughs> karen knew like it doesn't matter she'll be fine uh same with uh madani right here she's like at, at one point mahoney's like hey i didn't tell you you can leave she said nope but i'm going I like anyway i like that but i'm going to anyway <laughs> yeah and she knows that or she believes that frank didn't kill anybody because um, if Frank wanted everyone dead, they'd all be dead. Yeah, that is literally every other thing that she's seen him involved with. <laughs> yep. Well, actually, now that I think about it, how much has she seen him involved with, right? Like, she she knows that he did not kill anyone when Frank stole the weapons and saved her uh-huh. life. She knows that Frank essentially killed that entire uh anvil team yeah gunner's um, place yeah gunner's place uh-huh is that it um is she no she wouldn't be aware of the non-killings of all the people in um in the military base would she because that would have been hushed up yeah you're right yeah she wouldn't know anything about that uh she she would be familiar with Everything that happened during the events of Daredevil 2 with yeah. Frank right when he was arrested. Because that all came out. I mean, he was on the news even before that, too. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I guess it's... um, She would be familiar enough with him, knowing, like, he kills who he wants to kill and no one else. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And to a degree, Karen kind of told her that a while ago, too, mm-hmm. right? Like, when, when she interviewed Karen. So That's true. Yeah. She doesn't have any reason to believe otherwise. Yeah. All right, anything else for Madani? Uh, no, that's it. All Definitely. Right. I mean, this is one of those episodes where we get a ton of characters, so no, nah, everything yeah, gets yeah. so little. All right, that's it for our heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a quick break. 
Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Tony, there was a problem in this episode that 9% of all living creatures suffer from every single day. Do you know what that is? Is it death? Is it being shot by um, by the Punisher? That's right. It's Timeline Wiggly Woo. <laughs> and if you have that same problem in your life, it's time to get a watch. But not just any watch. One from this list. The D Wiggly Wooer by Timex. Apple Watch with the only Woo upgrade. Cartier Blue. The Omega No Wiggy. All Jiggy No Wiggy by Will Smith. The Chrono Linear by Zenith. Timeless But Still Timed by Tiffany & Co. Watch of Gucci by Gucci. And finally, The No Time Jumps by Tony Camarina. Pre-orders start next Monday. If you can't get any of those anytime soon, just hold on to your D-Wallifier 9000. As soon as you're... As long as you are in constant contact with it, you'll be fine. When purchasing any of those items, use promo code MCU Rewind to only pay once. I need to speak to my advertising team because I didn't agree to paying you for that ad. <laughs> <laughs> well, my peanuts are on their way. I got the shipping notification. You know, on a serious note, I uh, really should buy a Dwellifier 9000. It just keeps popping up with all these cool features. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just not even if you uh, just want to get rid of a wall, but apparently stabilizing time. It's a big jump. Yeah, yeah. They, they need a better marketing team. <laughs> uh, all right, you ready to move on to our villains? Yes. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Lewis or Billy? Uh, let's go with Lewis. Uh, we we kind of skipped over him, and he he was he was the big villain of the episode. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um uh so he kills an anvil employee, um, gunshot through the um people. Yeah, that was god, that was the start of the episode. You're I completely forgot about that. But yeah, that's yeah. how he gets the uh the um the uniform. Now I'm gonna be afraid to I'm you know, I get nervous when someone knocks on my door. Now I'm gonna be afraid to even look through the people. They could shoot me right through it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's why you need to uh, uh, reinforce your your uh, door. No people, just buy like a, a camera or something. Get a nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I did get one um, for Christmas. I just haven't set it up yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the date, it's been a month past Christmas as we're recording, <laughs> so I should probably do that. <laughs> You've got a few years. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, and then he like he goes in, he takes the um the uniform of the anvil guy, because you don't need any like picture ID, because um, Lewis is a very pale white man, and he kills a black man and takes his uniform. So I guess, and as long as you got the uniform, it's okay. 
That's Anvil's promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that just having the uniform gets you really far in places, but they really should be checking the ID. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Happy Hogan would not be happy with the security. He would oh, frankly yeah. would be an unhappy Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, while he's still in that room, uh, in the uh, apartment, he notices his victim's parakeets and, like, opens the door and opens the window and tries to get them out, but they won't leave. Like, uh, I don't usually pick up on this stuff, but I believe that was an allegory for Lewis. Like, he was released from the military in life of violence, but he just won't accept it and leave it and leave it behind. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I was trying to figure out, like, why they had that at all but that that makes a lot of sense right you're uh you spend your entire life in essentially in this cage and then when you have a chance to be free you're like no i'm, I'm good i'm comfortable in this yeah uh and that's essentially what yeah what lewis is going through you're right mm-hmm. also i was really worried that lewis would grab the bird and just throw it out the window because a lot of i used to have a parakeet as a kid uh a lot of places uh clip their wings so they can't fly away so I was just afraid he was going to drop them out the window and the parakeet would just plummet. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Oh. So, so the parakeets might have just been like self-preserving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, if you grow up in captivity, you're not going to survive in the wild, right? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I've grown up in captivity and the wild scares me. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I'll go camping for a weekend. That's about it. Yep. Um, yeah, so he, uh, arrives at, we, we forget that this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's wearing an Anvil uniform, or uniform with a baseball cap. That's better than, uh, like, 95% of other Marvel's disguise, disguises. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what, was it an Anvil cap? I, I wasn't paying attention. I believe so. Ah, okay, there we go. Yeah. I mean, the only better disguise is, like, Loki when he actually physically transforms into someone else. Yeah, you can't beat that. No. Ooh, unless Loki transforms into someone else who is wearing a baseball cap. Oh, God. Then he's <laughs> basically invisible. Yep. Yeah. That's how he gets around it, because, like, he can't actually become invisible, even though he wants to. So that's that's the closest he can get. Yeah, he can't, he can't be as still as Drax. That's right. Um, my last note for him is he has a bomb strapped to himself. I feel like we should elaborate. <laughs> I I don't know what else to say. I mean, he so. I, oh, okay. Let's do a little bit of a comparison here. So he his plan to make sure he gets away is to take a hostage and tell mm-hmm. everyone that he is a bomb and they're not going to you know get near him. Uh, the Punisher's plan to get away is to just, just, just hook. go to yeah exactly grappling hook and get to the other <laughs> building like that's 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 better thinking I think than than Lewis Lewis just like well I I guess I have bombs I'll use bombs I played this video game as a kid called Bomberman he seems fine so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he yeah. really I, I mean the kitchens I feel like the kitchens were in the basement though right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He just he was he was like a rat caught in a trap. He did, he was just freaking out and not knowing anywhere to go. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 got lost. He he was freaking out in there, and and Karen was the the calm one, right? Trying to mm-hmm. get him to not release the button. So, <laughs> to... yeah, yeah. Also, Karen, Karen's been in a lot of situations like this. <laughs> so I was thinking about that too. Like she, like yes, on one hand, she's been in a handful, um, and maybe she's been in more that we don't know of. That's mm-hmm. that's entirely possible, right? Um, but like, no matter what happens, th- there's still a lot of adrenaline running through your system. Like, I don't yeah. know if she's been in this situation that many times. I don't know. She, she may be immune to the adrenaline in her system now. She doesn't have fight or flight. She has acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be an adrenaline junkie, and then, and then now it's just like, well. Well, just like Nothing all junkies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, now she'll... It'll never be as good as that time she was kidnapped by the hand. So it's true. Mm-hmm. It's really true. I mean, it's it really goes back to your first time when she was... Uh, oh, wait, no. Never mind. That was Claire kidnapped by the Russians. I think it's <laughs> when that uh, Daredevil... Well, when she was accused of murder, because... Um, and then Daredevil showed up and saved her when she... Went back to the scene of the crime. Yeah, they were about to kill her there too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. She needs to stop hanging with out with these people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, that's it. That's why she hangs out with them because she <laughs> she wants that high of yeah. of the danger. I'm like, she does not know that Matt is Daredevil. She knows full well who Frank Castle is. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does now know that Matt. Is Daredevil? But, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but since finding out, uh, well, Matt took her to the police to protect her, and then he quote unquote died. So mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, uh, Lewis quotes. I actually had it written down. He quotes a poem, The Young British Soldier by uh, Rudyard Kipling, the guy who wrote The Jungle Book, and then explodes himself. The end of Lewis. The sad story of Lewis. He went He went through all of that effort to say something you know, fancy as his last words, and mm-hmm. no one's ever gonna tell anyone else in the world about that. I mean... Karen might. She is a um, a journalist. Was she close enough? Frank Honestly, was telling her know. to run. Yeah. Well, he was saying... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Frank was yelling, run. Come on, Frank! <laughs> Not cool. He, he, he was speaking over Lewis. She didn't yeah. hear him. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I guess that's the last time we we're going to talk about Lewis ever. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. I'm glad his random story... That barely affected the main plot line got resolved. Actually, I think it really did affect the main plot line because it exposed Frank. Yeah, that's that's true. It it made him get a little sloppy. Uh, he had to help Curtis. Yeah, you're right with exposing him. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, because of of that, it it just threw extra chaos, right? And so yeah. now, Madani essentially knows that Russo is dirty. Uh, and Castle knows it too. Yeah, I mean the thing is, Frank and David are very, very careful. And if they're very careful and do everything perfectly right all the time, they would never get caught or anything, and that would make for a more boring show. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah all right. Um, moving on to Billy, I guess. Yeah, we could talk about Mr. Russo. Um, Frank calls them and he offers them a job again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Russo offers him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think at this point, I don't think I trust Russo's um job offers. <laughs> yeah, probably probably shouldn't have trusted him a little sooner, but yeah, uh-huh. Well, yeah, no, the first job offer, I was like, that's before, like, Agent Orange knew that Frank was alive. Maybe he would, that job offer was actually valid. But now, mm. no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know if, if Billy really wanted to offer him, like, I don't know if Frank would have ever accepted the, the job. He oh, probably would have yeah. accepted the get him out of the country. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. If Frank didn't have, like, work to do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everything else with Billy, I've we've already talked about in my notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Guy in the chair? Mm-hmm. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. I've got uh, Senator Ori and Karen. Yeah, let's talk about Karen. We've already talked about her a little bit. Yeah, well, um... Yeah, she... I'm surprised about this show, how pro-guns it is, which is very unusual for most shows nowadays. And... Karen is very much a pro um, gun character, but she's still a protagonist, which I find interesting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they they did a really good job to explain why she Mm -hmm. is. Um, She says for her, it's for protection, which, given her background of what we've seen on the handful of TV shows that this character has been on. Yeah. Yeah, I assume it makes sense. Um, I, I... assume she probably goes and out to like a a gun range on a regular basis to make Mm -hmm. sure she knows how to actually use it. Um, So they, yeah, they, they they do a good job of giving the reasons for it. Yeah. And, and and throughout the season, um, you know, they, they do bring up the, you know, debate about, you know, pros and cons about guns and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they, I mean, I guess on one hand, they needed a character to be pro gun for that to work for the for this show yeah for the story that's true that's true i mean i mean frank's pretty (laughs) pro-gun that's true but he's only pro-gun for the killing if you want to if you wanted to you know oh yeah push possible reasons yes exactly Mm -hmm. she she pulls the bullets out yep yep um yeah, so uh, Lewis, uh, she's having an interview with Ori, and then Lewis uh, blows the door open, and we actually get two different perspectives in this one. Um, going to Senator Ori, he says that he shot a few times and ran away <laughs> looking for help, um, where Karen saw it as him begging for his life. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
I mean, there was also another difference where uh, the senator, in his, he saw the Punisher in there also helping Lewis. Mm-hmm. And then Karen saw the Punisher save them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and as Mahoney, who interviews both of them later, uh, knows that if the Punisher wanted him dead, he'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, Frank jumps and takes a bullet... Or probably more than one bullet for Karen. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so Lewis uh, grabs her and makes her a human shield. Along with the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess human shield is better than just having a bomb on you. Because you could... But it's like, if you got a bomb, do you really need another person? <laughs> <laughs> um, On one hand, no. But on the other hand... Um... Maybe. People aren't going to see the bomb immediately, right? They will see you holding another person. That's true. So yeah. it's it's you use that to get the attention and say, "Hey, I have a bomb." Like, all right, fine. So I think that's that's probably the 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 reason why they did it or why he did it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other than just they needed a reason to take Karen. Yeah, and then he takes Karen uh, down to the basement. Because just to get away, hoping there's a, an escape underground. I don't know. I don't actually don't know what Lewis, why Lewis went down there. He probably just wasn't thinking at all. Honestly, just in a panic. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm willing to bet he didn't really plan an exit. Yeah, I mean, he didn't expect to survive this. Honestly, and you know what? He wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but um. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the scene where Frank uh, distracts and talks. Um, doesn't talk Lewis down so much, but just like keeps Lewis focused on him, while like kind of coaching Karen to which uh, wire to pull. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that was an intense scene. And then um, Karen uh, pulls. Didn't Karen check her gun? <laughs> I I had the like, exact same question. Yeah, she uses her gun to shoot Lewis in the foot, and yeah, but she like, gave up her gun when she interviewed the senator, didn't she? Like, yeah, didn't she talk to Billy about that? Yeah, she she checked the gun before getting in the elevator, so she would never have gotten it back unless she has a uh, extra gun that underneath she didn't tell anyone the first about. gun. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's in like a little hidden compartment, or, well, or in a, behind a zipper. Uh, <laughs> maybe she just has two. I don't know. <laughs> and you hand it over to Anvil, and they think like, "Well, she gave us her gun. There's no way there's another gun." Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why would there be two? That makes no sense. Yeah. Also, like, was her safety off? I don't. Uh, I didn't see how she fired. Didn't she put her hand into the purse? Okay, so she could have like flipped off the safety. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's probably what happened. So she she puts her hand into the purse. She flips off the safety. Uh, first off, she finds something in her purse, which I'm told is a near impossibility. With <laughs> oh, purses, yeah, I am so. going to my wife's purse. It's it's like <laughs> it's like a TARDIS. It's way bigger on the inside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so she does that, and then she aims it down. Um, at his foot. And she's a good shot with it, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even think she was, like, aiming for the foot. 
I think he was like just a distraction, and it just happened to his foot. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as we covered before, uh, uh, he goes into the freezer, and uh, Karen and Frank leave before they could get exploded. The, the end. Woo! Yep. Good for them. Um, was she about to kiss Frank? I don't think so. They put their heads together. And I feel like like the feeling I get from them is more brother sisterly than romantic. I I agree. Um I just I wasn't sure if this was like let's test the water or let's do that that thing where like the characters consider it and then they realize no that would be bad and then they they move on. But it, it kind of looked like they were close in that yeah i don't i don't see frank ever in a romantic relationship just because of the whole reason he does all this is to get vengeance about his wife and kids oh yeah he's not over them (laughs) yeah i don't see him getting into a relationship her yes but i could see her trying to do that with him i disagree but (laughs) okay yeah all right anything else for karen uh, no, that's it. Or any other guys in the chair? No, no one else. Twelve uh, percent of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent of the credit. Twelve percent. An argument can be made for fifteen. Twelve percent. Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, uh, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm twelve minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. Twelve percent. Twelve percent. <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, I do have one thing. Okay. Uh, I had two, but we talked about the other one. Uh, so fun fact with elevators. Um, in this episode, we saw Frank um, uh, climb out of the elevator. He like opened mm-hmm. the escape hatch thingy and then, uh, and then left. Um, that's not a thing you can do. Uh, they're they're Ooh. locked from the outside. Yeah, so if you're stuck in an elevator, you're stuck in an elevator. Someone else has to get on top and like essentially unlock it. I don't know how it works, but they're you're not getting out. Is how that works. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Well, learn something new every day. I just have to bring my lightsaber and pull an Anakin Skywalker and just jump out. Yeah, in that scenario, you're good. You're yeah. you're able to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's it. Alright, uh, and let's rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Um, Al, how many points of view would you give this episode? (laughs) <laughs> oh god so many points of view uh you know i i would give it i'd round up to a four i think um a lot of stuff happened in this episode uh we closed out the lewis storyline which i really didn't care for. i mean mm-hmm. it threw like we already talked about it threw in that chaos to to really mix things up but that's all it was right there, there wasn't anything else storyline wise to force any of this extra stuff to happen. Uh, yeah. Finding out that Russo's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, exposing Frank to the world. Mm-hmm. By the plot, you're right. Like I think the... by themes, it was very valuable. Like about... 
yeah. mental health and um, mm-hmm. veterans and how we treat our veterans and stuff like that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but uh, also this episode, like I said, had had a, a good plotline stuff. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was tense at moments, and so yeah, I'm giving it a four. Good episode. Yeah, I I was going to give it 4.5, but then I realized we didn't see Frank with his grappling hook. So I'll agree with you. I'll give it a 4 also. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm surprised how, how you gave it, Al, because there was mostly flashbacks. Yeah. 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 That's all you got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap up this episode. So, uh, everyone, join us next week. We'll be on episode 11 of The Punisher, titled Danger Close. In the meantime, please remember to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And also, pretty, pretty, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. I don't know if I can open up I'm not a birthday present